Bills, we should let you know who you're about to hear. It's a commentator on Fox News during the break in the impeachment hearings today. It's Ken Starr. You might remember him from such impeachments as William <laughs> Jeffrey Clinton. <laughs> you don't have to be Ken Starr, baby. <laughs> he was the uh, he was the prosecutor dude on the impeachment of uh, Bill Clinton. Yep, people on the left hate him. Star Report, etc. Now, I haven't been following him. Has he been, um, because you you can't... Brother Ringo Star. You can't just say he's on Fox, so he's helping the president. Son of Brenda Star. Now, that's an obscure reference. Twin brother of Bart Star. Yeah, that's just true. (laughs) Green Bay Packer Hall of Famer. Right. Um, uh, The the interesting thing about Trump, because he's not really a Republican and wasn't his whole life, but one is a Republican president... Just because he's a Republican, you can't assume that he gets uh, boosted on Fox. There's plenty of Fox people that, that don't like him or commentators. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of conservatives that don't like the president. So uh, I haven't been following Ken Starr. What is his... What is his... Oh, he's, um, he, he's unmistakably a conservative and has been, in all the comments I've heard from him thus far, been sympathetic to the president's point of view. He has been sympathetic to the president on impeachment. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, this is what he had to say during the break today. It leads me that there will be articles of impeachment. I think we've known that. I think it was just confirmed today. And then, substantively, what we heard from the chairman just now is it's over. We now know. I mean, this is his position. We now know that the president, in fact, committed the crime of bribery to something of value. That's litigable, but I think the articles of impeachment are being drawn up if they haven't already been drawn up. And so it depends. Will it be bipartisan and so forth? So uh, this uh, obviously has been one of those bombshell days. So that's Ken Starr saying it's uh, clearly bribery. Is that what he was saying? No, he was saying that's what the case is going to be. That uh, Schiff and company are clearly going to go with that. Well, we heard from that one legal legal that bribery doesn't count. Uh, a meeting doesn't count as bribery, right. according to the Supreme right. Court. Does the military uh, aid? I don't know. Again, course, it's not a court of law. It's just, yeah. can you convince the American people? It's worthy of tossing the guy out of office. Right. Those numbers are not changing. Well, they're Republicans, we'll they Republicans are getting their hack at Ambassador uh, Sondland. And uh, if Jim Jordan talks, I kind of want to hear that. Cause sure. I'm sure. He's going to go hard and fast. Coming up, maybe the greatest overplaying of one's hand in history. Jussie Smollett is suing the Chicago police now. Not content to let this thing go away. He wants to talk about it more. Stay with us. We had forgotten about you, you idiot. And now you've reminded us. Yes. Yes. You moron. <laughs> uh, do you know there's a debate tonight of the Democrats? Two hours. I've heard that. Yeah. I'm going to watch some of it. I have an outing planned. Um, an outing. An outing. You're going to out somebody? <laughs> He's guess, gay! Guess who's gay? <laughs> guess who is? No, I, I am not. Wow. Uh, it is uh, my last... It is my last hurrah on the golf course with several buddies before my surgery on Friday. Oh, gotcha. Well, so, then you're not going to be taking in the debate. Well, you know, I mean, you're gonna you'll, you'll be in front of a television. I will, I will, <laughs> I will probably not be completely hammered. I may be relaxed. Mm. 
But isn't that the best way to take in the debate? I, I will probably take it in uh, the entire two hours sober as a judge. So I'm going to watch just long enough for them to wheel out Biden's birthday cake and have Hillary jump out of it. Oh, yeah. That's the part we're wow, excited wait about. Wait a minute. That was too much. It's Joe Biden's <laughs> 77th birthday, and we wonder if anybody is going to work that into the debate to make to make the point of how old he is. To remind everyone, dude is 77. We would have had candles on the cake, but the fire department said it was a hazard, so we couldn't. Not 77 at the end of his second term. 77 before he even gets in. Don't you think? In fact, he'll be 78 before inauguration. Ah! Ah! Oh, that's right, because we're a full year away. Hells yeah! I apologize for that. He'd be inaugurated (laughs) for his first term at age 78. Yes. Wow. Except that he won't be. As I've been saying from the beginning. Do you think a candidate will try to take the birthday shot? Yes. You do? Yes. They will, and it's possible, a couple have conspired. And Liz Warren said to, um, who would be a good candidate? Amy Klobuchar. I will make you, I have a plan for making you Secretary of Commerce. Me heap of much derision on man from Northeast. Is that what she said? A white man. Uh, no, she'll say to Amy Klobuchar, look, I'll make you Secretary of Commerce if you wish Joe <laughs> Biden happy birthday. No, you, need to, you don't even have to say the number. I think you say the number. Yeah. I, I, I just I, I like throwing a happy 77th birthday to Joe Biden. Congratulations. Yeah. Your, your years of service to the country, no matter how we disagree on the issues, are, are, are something we all agree on. Thank you for your long, long, really, really long service to the country. I wish him a happy 78th birthday and make him correct me on his age. Or if he doesn't oh. notice. Right? <laughs> hey, I'm only 77. That's mm, okay. a good one. Sorry. Yeah, whatever. That's a good one. And then oh, just is, okay, Boomer. <laughs> oh, no. Too much. Too much. How Turning about, off voters. How about working this one in? And uh, Joe Biden, I realize this is your your third impeachment that you've been involved with. So, <laughs> wow, because he was involved or is in the Nixon. Four? Were you Andrew Johnson? No, because he was involved in the Nixon impeachment too. He right. was a senator at the time, and yeah, oof. Wow. Um, how about reliable candles? You bring out a cake with like three reliable candles, and you can't blow them out. <laughs> that old on gag. So, so he looks like he's old and feeble, or yeah. poor man can't even generate enough uh, air to blow out a candle. In all seriousness, finally. Jonah Goldberg uh, wrote on the uh, the main ways to go after Pete Buttigieg because it might be that Pete Buttigieg gets all the incoming as he is in first place in Iowa by 10 points, double-digit lead in the best poll they have in Iowa, the Des Moines Register. Mm-hmm. Everybody calls it the gold standard of Iowa because they understand how the whole thing works. And uh, he's got a 10-point lead in Iowa, and a poll that came out yesterday, he's up 10 in New Hampshire. Whoa, wait a minute. So The how, mayor of South Bend? How you wouldn't call him the frontrunner, I don't know. He's clearly the frontrunner, as we stand today. Uh, how do you go after Pete Buttigieg? Well, according to the dispatch, number one is resume. He's a two-term mayor of the fourth largest town in Indiana. <laughs> it's not even one of the big towns in Indiana. Um also, that he was a consulting, uh, he worked as a consultant for some conglomerate, which Sanders and Warren point to as proof that he's more interested in working the system than breaking it up. Okay. So he's got some big corporation background to him. It kind of lost me there, but go on. And it doesn't I mean, matter to me, but right. for that yeah. crowd, it could right. be a big deal. Uh, flip-flopping. Buttigieg's journey to where he is now. He does have some tweets out there 
where he uh, praised the Green New Deal and Medicare for All. Oh, boy. He has moved from there as he realized the, the centrist lane, and I think that's more of who he is. Um, uh, yeah, was a better but, lane, but he's got to explain that. Man, you can't. If you make the decision to come out being somebody other than who you are to g- gain advantage, and then the world returns to who you really are, I don't think you get credit for that. I don't think you get to plead. Listen, yeah, I'm a centrist now, but I've always been a centrist, really. I just lied to you earlier <laughs> to get over when I thought that was most convenient. I was just lying then. This lying. is the real me. Finally, I can you know, show my true colors. Yeah, I'm not sure that works either. Uh, and then there was one more. The resume, the flip-flopping, and the, oh, minority support. And would anybody bring that up, the fact that he's at 0% among black voters in South Carolina? Um does anybody point that out on the stage? A Kamala Harris, a Cory Booker? Is Cory Booker on the stage? I got the list of the 10 people. Yes, which is difficult to justify. Yeah, some of these people shouldn't be there. So you got Biden, Warren, Sanders, obviously, and uh, Mayor Pete. But then Booker and Harris, why? Andrew Yang, I like him being there. Tom Steyer, why? Uh, Klobuchar and Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi Gabbard, why? How does she manage to get in there all the time? They need a hot chick. They need it's one like a hot sitcom. Chick. It's like a casting call. Name yeah. a sitcom without a hot chick. Right. There mm-hmm. aren't any. This show will never get ratings. We've got no hot chick. Bring Tulsi Gabbard in. Right. You she gotta... got enough uh, donors. Yeah, that's it. Put her on the stage. Right. Yeah. Somebody donate to Tulsi so we can Wear get her the white thing again and oil your chest up like oh, whatever that oh, weird oh, thing oh, is you boy. do. Oh, boy. It's moisturizer. She's Hawaiian. She gets a lot of sun exposure. It's just okay. smart. Anyway, uh, use a little of yourself. You look like a catcher's mitt. Does anybody bring up Mayor Pete getting 0% among the black vote? Can either of the black people do it? I'm noodling that through. I'm not sure where that discussion goes. I mean, unless you're going to suggest that, you know, he's got 0%. You know why? Yeah, it'd have to be. Because he could come out with a, hey, listen, we need to meet with more uh, black voters. We need to uh, expand our efforts. Uh, you know, I feel bad about that because he could handle it. He's smart enough to handle that pretty Man, easily, zero, I think. Zero percent hurts, though. I mean, if it were <laughs> first two, it would be so much better than zero. Well, it's about as bad as you can get. <laughs> I mean, unless anywhere you go, black people chase you down the street, zero percent is about as bad as it gets. Yikes. Oh, boy. So, I've been... Uh, Barack Obama would vote for Trump over you. Oh, boy. Oh, golly. And Michelle. Uh, I've been throwing around Latin phrases today because it amuses me, and I've come across a list of some that are very amusing. I don't remember the Latin phrase um, that that uh, states that uh, the government governs best, which governs least. Because uh, I think um, uh, Jefferson got that from uh, Latania. Uh, the Latin phrase. Um, but I have a couple of great stories to illustrate that coming up in a minute or okay, two. Plus, that. we got Jussie Smollett, who's oh, yes. lost his mind. Awesome. All on the way. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Wondering, mind you, to play some Zuzu or Zolo or what? What's the girl's name? Zillow, I believe. Lizzo, I did play the real estate time. Lizzo, you did play her. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah why we, didn't you say something? We snuck it in. We played a clip, and it was the impressing important matters of the day. So the Grammy nominations are out, and she—it's a she. 
Yes. She got the most. Awards for art are stupid. Zillow got the most. <laughs> Lizzo. Lizzo got Z- the most. Zillow is the online real estate Can website. Can Lizzo estimate my house payment? <laughs> no, no. Well, then no. what the hell good is she? <laughs> I'm going to Zillow. <laughs> oh, hilarious. Uh, Latin phrases are theme today. Castigat redendo moris. Meaning laughing corrects morals, which is a direct translation. The better translation is... There's no more powerful weapon than laughter or ridicule. Uh, how many Chinese... Ah, a, gun, uh, a gun's pretty good. How, <laughs> how many comics are there in China making fun of the government? Mm. I'll give you a hint. It's tied with Mayor Pete's support among black people. Okay? <laughs> That's right. That whole Winnie the Pooh thing, that was an attempt to do that. And right. uh, those people got in a lot of trouble. Yeah, yeah. Um, they got Winnie the Pooh banned from Chinese internet. Yeah, unbelievable. <laughs> now, come on, China. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that clip. Um, uh, so uh, there's there's also a, an ancient phrase that the government governs best, which governs least. It could almost be changed to, you know, well there there actually is a similar uh, phrase: the more laws, the less justice. Um, and certainly the more lawyers, the less justice. And I have a number of friends who are attorneys, and they agree with me. Listen to this story, would you please? This this was unthinkable a few, few years ago, certainly a generation ago. A New Jersey high school baseball player sued his coach for ordering him to slide into third. Well, giving him the slide sign. He claims it permanently injured his ankle. Oh, boy. You can't operate a, a society where this is possible. Right. You just can't. Oh, that's right. I have a story over I think it's right here. Is it right here? And so... Say something witty. And so is, uh, well, first I suppose I should nail down, is this a deal where, like, Dad came up with this idea, or or, or did the insurance company just say, we're not paying for this ankle because it was uh, caused by baseball? Or? As usual, it's a question of who's going to pay for the medical costs. Yeah. There is a case even more ridiculous and egregious out of um, uh, bah, 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 Folsom, California, I believe. More uh, More ridiculous than that. Oh, yeah. I mean, because that's crazy. You, everybody would agree, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you get ninety percent of people would agree you can't operate a society, right? On that way. Oh yeah, I agree. Listen to this one, would you? Couple of young teenage kids. They're getting to know each other. They're fond of each other. Maybe they're going to end up dating. They take a walk together on this bike slash walking path. It's called the American River Parkway Trail. It's pretty famous in that part of California. So they're walking down the path holding hands, and um, and two uh, and a couple on a tandem bike is coming up from behind. Long story short, they say, coming up on you. Guy goes left, girl goes right, then she realizes, no, I'm supposed to go left, and gets hit by the bike. Oof. And the couple flies off the bike, gets pretty badly banged up. And, and, and nobody, no human beings... Involved in this, by the way, are claiming anybody's bad or stupid or hateful or anything, but it goes to a, ju- a jury trial, and there's been a $10 million judgment, $10.2 million, um, based on... Who's paying it? They concluded the girl was 60% responsible for the crash. The boy was 16% responsible. The man steering the tandem bike was 24% responsible responsible and so various insurance companies are going to be hit with millions and millions of dollars uh, in a carefully uh, crafted uh, settlement from the jury it's that's incredible 
That is the sort of thing, if you're ever on a bike path, which I am regularly, is possible every day. More laws, less justice. That sort of thing is possible every single day. Yeah, it's... um. The, the the couple, according to the attorney, should be due something in the $5 million range from the young man's parents' insurance company based on complex formulas for economic and non-economic damages. <sighs> now, are so, these people going to be ruined in any way? The, like, will they never be able to get insurance again? I don't or? know. That's an interesting question. I don't know. I, I doubt they have a proclivity for jumping in front of bikes on paths or anything like that, so I don't know. But I, the impulse is for justice. But if nobody was malicious or egregiously, um, what's the uh, word, negligent or incompetent, for in the entirety of human history, we we banged into each other. It's a damned unfortunate incident. I, I, I'll take care of my medical expenses. You take care of yours. It's Try to the, be more careful. It's the S-happens law. Yeah, exactly. And we've gotten away from this idea that sometimes bad stuff happens and you just have to deal with it. Yeah, how it doesn't just end up being a uh, your insurance pays for you because you had a bike wreck. Yeah. And if she got hurt, her insurance pays for her because she got hit by a bike. Yeah. Interestingly, speaking of bike paths, when we were talking about the bums and jump junkies making the uh, Santa Rosa bike path too, interest, uh, too uh, dangerous, uh, the city authorities have put up signs warning residents not to use it because it's too dangerous. There's some justice for you. There's some compassion for you. How screwed up is the world going to get before it turns around, I wonder? Marshall's got news on the impeachment and the Jesse Smollett update, which you'll enjoy. Before we get into Marshall's news, it's probably worth noting that this Ambassador Sondland, that some people think is uh, really damaging the president today, paid a million dollars. Wow. To get this ambassadorship, he donated a million dollars to Trump's inauguration campaign or inaugural week or right. all that stuff. Committee. The inauguration committee. So he was a big time donor, which is often how you get ambassadorships. That's how that whole game works. If you're a big donor, you get to be ambassador to some country. And sometimes if you really donate a lot of money, you get the cool ones like, you know, Bahamas pre-hurricane or, uh, you know, places that aren't dangerous. Right. Why you'd want to be the ambassador to Ukraine, I don't know. But. <laughs> Anyway, he paid a million dollars to Trump for this, and now he's talking today. And what did he have to say? Well, let's get the news now, Marshall Phillips. Now, one of the things he said as President Trump now pointing to the testimony of the ambassador, saying that testimony clears him of any wrongdoing in the impeachment inquiry. And he says, this is the final word from the President of the United States. I want nothing. Speaking to reporters at the White House, Trump recounted Sunland's testimony where he asked Trump, What he wanted from Ukraine. I finally called the president. I believe it was on the 9th of September. I can't find the records, and they won't provide them to me. But I believe I just asked him an open-ended question, Mr. Chairman. What do you want from Ukraine? I keep hearing all these different ideas and theories and this and that. What do you want? And it was a very short, abrupt conversation. He was not in a good mood. And he just said, I want nothing. I want nothing. I want no quid pro quo. Tell Zelensky to do the right thing. There you have it. So I'll tell you what's getting a lot of uh, attention on uh, the, the social media, the Twitter versus what Ken Starr said on Fox. And we played that a little bit earlier. He was the prosecutor in the Clinton impeachment. He's a uh, Republican. Uh, but he said on Fox today, it doesn't, it doesn't look good for the president substantively. And there will be articles of impeachment. This has been a bombshell day. There you go. We'll see where it goes. Yeah. 
I know where it's going. <laughs> it's going to the Senate, and nothing will happen. Meanwhile, Joe Biden is celebrating his 77th birthday today with a debate. The 10 Democratic presidential hopefuls take the debate stage tonight in Atlanta. It's going to be a two-hour-long fest. Two hours is so much better. It's five times better than three hours. I know the math doesn't work on that, but the way it feels. It makes a difference. Two hours I can do. Three hours I'd have said no flipping away. No, no, that's too much for anybody. Yeah. Uh, Here's a question for you, and I just, I'm trying to be, uh, trying to be smart. If I'm a Nigerian scammer, and I find out there's a 78-year-old in the White House, I'm going to see if I could scam like half of what's in the Treasury. <laughs> get a tank. Get him, get, him, get him to send it. I'm going after the POTUS with my fishing scam or whatever. I am a Nigerian prince. You know, it's funny. I yeah. they're not a lot He'd of probably talk. send Gordon Sondland to Nigeria. <laughs> Other than the jokes about will somebody mention yeah. his age on stage? Um, not a lot of talk about Biden, and he nationally is the front runner. He's still nationally the front runner by quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think that matters. Mayor Pete's up by ten in Iowa and New Hampshire. He's the front runner. Uh, the next round of states, though, South Carolina definitely, and Nevada, I can't remember, um, Biden's but, looking really well, good. The problem with that, though, is everything changes after Iowa and New Hampshire. That's why they're as important as they are. Historically, the polls right. in the states on down the line can flip-flop quickly with the whole, oh, look who won, oh, look who didn't win. Mm-hmm. Uh, Biden, well, so as, as Mark Halperin told us last week on the podcast, Biden finishes fifth in Iowa. He isn't going to maintain that polling in South Carolina. Looks like only a handful of protesters are still at the Hong Kong University that hundreds occupied for days, demanding fully democratic elections. Now, among other things, they Couldn't want... Couldn't they order out for Chinese food? Doesn't work that way? <laughs> now the authorities have cut off the campus, and they're moving in to arrest anyone who comes out. They are keeping up the pressure... And uh, a number of the parents of these kids are saying, wait, 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 they didn't have anything to do with this. They were trapped inside the university when the cops surrounded it. Your life is probably over. I mean, as long as you can stay in Hong Kong, you'll probably be okay. But you'll be okay for 10 years in prison, from what I hear, for rioting. Mandatory 10 years. In Hong Kong. Yes. And by then, Hong Kong will be fully under the sway of the Chinese government. So you have no shot when you get out. Now, you recall a uh, former Empire actor named Jesse Smollett. What, is, uh, what does Dave Chappelle call him, Sean? Uh, uh, Juicy Smollett? No, Jesse. He just calls him Jesse. That je- that you was respect. I'm not calling him Jesse anymore. Yeah, I think it was even funnier. Oh, no, no, that, that was Chris doesn't... Rock's joke. I'm yeah, right. confusing my comedians' yeah, jokes yeah, about this joke. all comedians look like to you, huh? Okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's not fair. Jesse Smollett, yes. back in the news. Yes, he is. He's saying his $10,000 payment after the close of a criminal case should prevent Chicago from seeking reimbursement for the police investigation of his claim that he was a victim of a racist and homophobic attack. Smollett's attorneys filed a response to Chicago's lawsuit in federal court They also filed a counterclaim against the city saying Smollett was the victim of malicious prosecution that caused him humiliation and extreme distress. 
Does he believe he didn't do anything wrong? Or what is what is his deal? Is he just a completely crazy person? You know, I saw the headline yes. that he had sued the Chicago uh, the Chicago authorities for malicious prosecution, which it, it would be bizarre and hilarious. Um, I mean, after everything that unfolded, because he clearly committed crimes, and then the crooked DA let him off yeah. just out of uh, as a favor to powerful politicians, powerful black politicians. Now I get it. You countersue just because just it makes everything so complicated and expensive. The other party says, all right, we'll settle. But he lost his TV show in his career, right? Yeah. So you yeah. And he's the laughing stock. You'll recall Smollett was telling police that he was beaten in January by two men who looped a noose around his neck. Weren't they wearing mega hats? Yes. yes. Wore bl- mega hats, poured bleach on them, all sorts of horrors. Yep. Chicago police said it was staged and Smollett was charged with making a false report. But then, as Joe mentioned, prosecutors dropped the case. I'm not wearing a mega hat today. I'm wearing a Where's Hunter hat today. Yeah, Where's Hunter? Where's Hunter? <laughs> There you go. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. He's in Sri Lanka getting paid millions of dollars to sit on the board of a dairy conglomerate. Hunter, you're a loser. <laughs> Who knows where he is? Get him in front of the, the, the panel. You know, one of the headlines out of this whole thing ought to be, and is to a certain extent, the Hunter Biden thing wasn't an outlier at all. That's the way it works. Yeah, that's the way it works in politics for Republicans and Democrats. I mean, it's just it's the way it's worked for a long time. And Ambassador Sundland is the way it works. He gave a yeah. million dollars to Trump's inauguration committee and got to be an ambassador. Yes. I mean, that's just that's the way the whole thing works. Not yeah. a joke. That's right. Yeah. You, you can have Ambassador Sundland and Hunter sitting side by side and you two are what the swamp is. Right. Yeah, you can't take money directly, but you can employ your son or your wife or whatever, and they'll get fabulous gigs nobody hears about, and the family gets rich. Or you can uh, get an ambassadorship by donating more money than would be legal to donate to a yes. campaign. Right. right, you donate it to the inauguration. Yeah. I'd like to do that. I wish I was rich. Oh, hey. Why would you want to be ambassador to Ukraine, though? Usually, the Well, Kush... he was the ambassador to the U.N. Or, I'm sorry, oh, to the right. U.N. Right. Yeah. right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So mysteriously, then suddenly right. was in charge of you. Ukraine diplomacy, right. which is odd. And right. you're the ambassador to the EU. You're just bouncing around Europe a right. lot, oh, eating yeah. a lot of really expensive right. meals. Oh, yeah. A lot yeah. of time in Brussels. Yeah. Beautiful city. Awesome. So, so my new favorite uh, Latin phrase is Castiget Redendo Mores, and I apologize if I'm mis- mispronouncing that Latin phrase. I'm not Latino. Um, it's uh, <laughs> it, it, it means, essentially, uh, laughter is the best weapon. Um, and that strikes me as a great slogan for the Armstrong and Getty Show. Well, executive producer Hanson, who's really gearing up for the holiday season, has already uh, produced a uh, Armstrong and Getty Castigat Redendo Mores t-shirt. I am going to order one during the commercials for myself. If you believe laughter at the, uh, you know... The evildoers is a great weapon. Get yourself a shirt if you okay, want. If you we wanna... also have the Stupid Should Hurt t-shirts and the A&G Start Slow Then Taper Off t-shirt. <laughs> if you want to wear a shirt that says something important, fine. But I would like the shirt that says, uh, can you get the Latin phrase about the holding the wolf by the ears? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what I would like. With illustrated. And have the wolf howling at the moon. <laughs> oh, yes. Geez. Yes. Yes. Well, of course, we have your yo, yo, yo line of sportswear as well. I got to buy one of those. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> Do we get a discount because they're ours? 
We do? I have to pay and full price. I think we get charged okay. more. <laughs> See what we can do. Right. <laughs> you know, I was I bought one of the t-shirts off of our uh, our website last year, and I was really pleased with the quality. It's one of my favorite t-shirts, honest to God. Now, tell me this. Are they thick and sturdy, the guy's t-shirts? This was thin and nipple revealing. Oh, no. That's uh, not uh, what I, I want. I don't want form fitting. I want the high beams. <laughs> no. No. I like it thick as a cardboard box. I want to leave yeah. nothing to the imagination. Oh, stop it. You're making me sick. This is what I got, ladies. Oh, God. Armstrong and Getty. Lizzo, who got eight Grammy nominations leading the pack. Most Grammy nominations. And the exciting thing is that Joe and I just became aware of Lizzo today with the Grammy nomination. Sounds like a female Bruno Mars. <laughs> um, so, as I'm bouncing around Twitterverse and that sort of stuff, I think this is the biggest thing that has come out of impeachment today, maybe since it started last week. This is Ken Starr. It, it matters who it is. That's why it's getting so much attention. It's Ken Starr who ran the Clinton impeachment on the side of he needs to be booted out of the presidency. And Ken Starr was making the argument Clinton should no longer be president. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he's so he knows something about how these impeachments work, and he's on Fox. And Joe's interpretation of this is different than every other interpretation that is on Twitter. As often is the case. As is often the case. So let's listen to it, and then we'll discuss. It leads me that there will be articles of impeachment. I think we've known that. I think it was just confirmed today. And then substantively, what we heard from the chairman just now is it's over. We now know. I mean, this is his position. We now know that the president, in fact, committed the crime of bribery to something of value. That's litigable. But I think the articles of impeachment are being drawn up if they haven't already been drawn up. And so it depends. Will it be bipartisan and so forth? So uh, this uh, obviously has been one of those bombshell days. So Jennifer Griffin tweeted, and we like Jennifer Griffin. We used to have her on all the time. She's the uh, one of your correspondents on Fox News. Ken Starr, lead prosecutor in Clinton impeachment hearings, quote, there is now proof that the that. The president, Trump, committed the crime of bribery. This has been one of those bombshell days. That is not what he said. I mean, that is what he said. But he said, this is the chairman's position right before that. That's clearly what he said. See, I feel like he got out on the limb and got scared and then threw in that caveat. No, I disagree. Because he starts the whole thing with, we heard from the chairman and this is his position. You want to play it again? I'm no, I've, I've heard it several times. I, I know that the, what you're saying is right. I just don't know what was in his heart. Well, it's. I'll tell you what's in his heart: blackness. Um, well, politics isn't about truth anyway. It's about forming of perceptions, and that's an unbelievable soundbite to play over and over again on CNN. But he, I, well, he, I, I'll tell you this: he should clean it up. He should have cleaned it up already. Oh I'll, yeah, I'll t- tell you the way. Oh yeah, the way the way it's flying around on the internet right now. And since it is a political thing, not a trial, as you just said, it's not mm-hmm. a legal thing, it's a political thing, you got a bunch of people out there, mostly support Trump, kind of going the way, and they see Ken Starr, and they they see that Ken Starr said that, 
or the, at least the way it's being portrayed by Jennifer Griffin and hundreds of other people. And that clip is that very could easy, move a needle a little bit. Very easy to just edit out and start oh, yeah. the oh, clip yeah. from this part. Oh, effortless. We now know that the president, in fact, committed the crime of bribery. So there you, just, you go. You leave out the part times, where he right. said, the, the this is right. the chairman's position, and then he goes into that statement. Yeah. All day long that'll be used. I, I think Fox is making, uh, well, I think they're actually making a journalistic mistake if they don't clean that up. Well, I would agree. Yeah. Not only a, uh, you know, for their side of the argument, just as journalists. So we didn't make this clear what he was saying. Yeah. They better do that like an hour ago. <laughs> it's indisputable that... Ken Starr was right in describing how Adam Schiff feels about the whole deal and that he is thinking, okay, this is it. Okay, we got this nailed down. It's a quid pro quo for something of value. That's bribery. It's it's not legally, but... Um, Ken Starr needs to say, I don't believe that. No, I don't believe that for a minute. Or I do believe that. But Adam Schiff does, and I believe he has a pencil neck. Probably throw that in as well. Not a long ball hitter. <laughs> no. Say the least. Not going to play for LSU. That I can tell you. <laughs> got the smallest, thinnest neck I've ever seen. Right? I don't know. I don't know. they got to clean that up. I'm, I mean, because I'm seeing that everywhere. Huge. The Ken Starr quote. That is that is the, the news of the day. <clears throat> and it's easy to forget what is at stake here. Because we're so used to these freaking hearings and all this crap. Been going on for so long. This is huge. Yeah, well, you know, it's, uh, we'll see where perceptions go. Um, Nixon was impeached, not for the break-in, but for a massive cover-up, including, you know, trying to subvert the Justice Department in half a dozen different ways. Um, I don't think there's anything even a, close to that going on here. Wow, former Sending Clinton. Rudy to, to Ukraine to, to cut whatever weirdo deals? I don't know. I'm just looking through the tweets. Wow, former Clinton tormentor and special prosecutor Ken Starr says, quote, there's now proof that Trump committed bribery. And then they've got the link. The Hill, Ken Starr, it's obviously been a bombshell day. Um, this is why people normally are so careful with what they say in politics. Why the candidates are so measured and focus groups and everything. Ken, Ken Starr He's just handed Adam Schiff an enormous gift. And MSNBC. And, MS, and CNN, certainly in the Alphabet Networks at all, who are all liberals. I hope they're smart enough to realize it, that they, surely they got somebody going around Twitter It says, oh, uh, everybody's talking about what you just said. So is that what you meant or not? Somebody better clean that up. Mm-hmm. Hey yo, son, this is Final Thoughts with AMG. Here's your host, was that Lizzo? Here's your host, Joe Getty. I think that was Wayne. So uh, let's uh, get a final thought from everybody on the crew. There he is, producer Positive Sean. Final thought? Yes, I have recently stumbled into the culinary delight that is known as poutine, and it's probably my favorite food now. Can you Uh, say that? A poutine? Yes, absolutely. It is a Canadian dish that consists of French fries, cheese curds, and gravy. Oh, 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 where do I get this? Where do you get this? I need poutine right now. <laughs> poutine is what Eric Swalwell did on Chris Matthews' show the other day. Oh, hey, uh, Marshall Phillips, our esteemed newsman, final thought? I just want to let you guys know, because I know how excited you get when I buy some scratchers and I let them marinate. I'm not going to take them out of the bowl until Monday, and then we'll see if I bring home the bacon. Okay. Very exciting. <laughs> Michelangelo, pressing the buttons in the control room. Final thought? 
I'll be waiting all weekend, Marshall. There you go. <laughs> hey, just want to really say that I don't ask for much, but I really want the candidates to wear little paper hats and sing happy birthday to Joe Biden tonight. I think it would be really funny. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Jack, final thoughts to share with us? I will watch the whole debate tonight so you don't have to. Um, and those are the two key things. Does anybody mention Joe Biden's 77th birthday? Does anybody mention Buttigieg having 0% among black voters in mm. South Carolina? Mm. Two great shots. My final thought is also debate-related. It pains me to say this. I can't believe I am saying it. I think this debate will matter. Oh, I think wow, it will move hey, the easy now. Whoa. <sighs> Speaking out on I'm a I'm already ashamed. I can't believe I said that. Shame. 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 Yeah, I know. I know. If that guy over there's got a 10-point lead over the pack, how do you not start throwing knives at him? Your argument's it's too early? Let that, him fall of his own weight? Jack. <laughs> well, not only that, are we wolves or are we knife-checking humans in this scenario? I'm just, I'm confused. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another <laughs> grueling four-hour workday. So many people, thanks so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. A lot of great clicks there today, seriously, including the uh, merch we were just talking about. All our big podcasts are up there, huh? See you tomorrow. God bless America. You having a good time? Okay, I, I did not say okay. that. I've sat here for over three hours and 15 minutes. <laughs> That's good. If you wish to leave, you may. Let me just say how very, very dismaying and disappointing. Not uh, good. And just change the channel from this mesmerizing horror show. We'll be better tomorrow than we were today. Then we heard the words. It's over for me. Adios, mofo. Okay, so we're, you're, we're dismissed. Is that correct? Do you want to rephrase uh, what you're doing He loves your ass, he'll do whatever you want. Armstrong and Getty.